Think about something that's part of people's everyday lives, like getting hitched, building a house, or how kids are being taught in school. Those processes are controlled by elected officials. They might not be as well known as U.S. senators or state representatives, but the decisions they make impact people's lives in a huge way. I'm Sean Higgins. And I'm Sage Miller. This week on State Street, we're talking all about down-ballot races, baby. That's people like your county clerks, district attorneys, and school board members. Oh, and did you know Utah voters decide what state judges stay on the bench? Utah is one of a handful of states that let voters have a say on judges. It's so cool! Mm, I love a good judicial retention How election. Could you not? So let's take a look at my ballot, which I conveniently have right here. Of course you do. Oh my gosh, Sean Higgins, always prepared. Thank you, Sage. I live in Salt Lake City, and after the federal-level races for Senate and the House of Representatives, there are 10 down-ballot races I need to make a decision on this year. And that's not counting judges or a state constitutional amendment that deals with how much money the legislature can spend. Do you, do you usually fill those out? Yeah, I'm a bit of a completionist. Of course you are. Well, a lot of people aren't completionists, like a good chunk of active voters out there. In 2020, nearly 58,000 people in Salt Lake County voted for president, but didn't fill out anything for countywide races just a little further down the ballot. Some of those races were very close. If everyone filled out their whole ballot that year, a few of them might have turned out differently. It's like voter turnout influences the results or something. Filling out your entire ballot is super important this year. There are lingering conspiracies surrounding the 2020 election, and a number of races that are normally not given much thought by the average voter are really consequential now. Like who your county clerk is. You know, the, the people who run local elections. And there are definitely county clerks to choose from. Lieutenant Governor Deidre Henderson and State Elections Director Ryan Cowley told us earlier this season that there's been unprecedented turnover of county clerks. Within the last two years, 19 county clerks have left office, and Utah County is on its third clerk since 2020. Out of out of 29 counties? Uh, uh, help, help me do the math on that, Sean. That's like two-thirds in two years. So it's like if uh, 11 players from the Utah Jazz decided they didn't like the way the fans were treating them and wanted off the team. Exactly. While some county clerks have left office for personal reasons, others have decided not to run for re-election because of poor treatment from the public. That's a huge bummer for a number of reasons. First of all, county clerks are human, and we should be nice to them because, you know, that's just basic decency. But second, state elections director Ryan Cowley points out that they actually play a fundamental role in making sure everyone is following the election rules. If you look at college sports, you know, you have the coaches, you have the players, you have the fans in the stand, you have the NCAA that make all the rules. And then in the middle of the field, you have the referees. That's your county clerk. They're the referees. They don't make the rules. They just try to enforce them the best that they can. Sometimes you agree with the calls they make. Um, sometimes you don't. But that's really the referee's role. And so you look for those impartial people that can look at a situation and be like, OK, here's the right thing to do. Here's what the law says and, and follow it. And that's really the role of the county clerks. To keep that ball rolling, Sage, you and I are the play-by-play -play announcers in this sports metaphor. Safe. Score. Touchdown! 
close enough. But all of this to say running elections is essential. But clerks also do a number of other pretty important things depending on where you live in the state. Some clerks issue marriage and business licenses and maintain records for the county. And in many smaller Utah counties, clerks pull double duty as the county auditor, too. That means they oversee financial records, calculate taxes, everybody's favorite thing, and make sure county employees get their money, honey. That's a lot on one person's plate. I can barely remember to pay my rent on time, let alone run an entire election system. Well, to be fair, paying rent is hard. And it sucks. But being a county clerk is a huge responsibility. Sherry Swenson is one of those county clerks who is leaving the job. After this election, she will retire after 32 years as the Salt Lake County clerk. She says she's retiring to spend more time with her family, but the job hasn't been a walk in the park recently. She told me about dealing with a disgruntled voter just this year during the primary. Uh, a woman called and she said, first of all, she wanted to vote a paper ballot at the in-person vote center. We have by-mail paper ballots, but she refused to vote that. And then she was telling the poll workers that she insisted on voting a paper ballot. And we have electronic voting machines if you vote in person. So the poll workers called our election voter services manager, and then she wouldn't listen to him. So he transferred her to me. And then I tried to explain to her, will you have a paper by mail ballot? And she said, no, that would be fraud. Um, then I tried to explain to her, you know, that I would give her an opportunity to come in and see our process and demonstrate it. And then she went into this about, we're going to get you. Um, and that went on numerous times. There were several people in my office that witnessed that. And um, I, I don't even know what would bring about that kind of um, attitude, but it was really sad. And she kept repeating, we're going to get you. Uh, earlier in the State Street season, we spoke with Lieutenant Governor Henderson and Ryan Cowley uh, just about the, the sheer number of turnovers there have been in county clerk offices around the state. How hard has the job gotten just from a day-to-day -day basis after the 2020 election and everything that arose after that? It's gotten a lot harder, um, and mostly because of the doubt and the fear unfounded that people feel. And... That is unfortunate. I think it's fine for people to question, and we're happy to answer questions. But sometimes um, there is nothing you can do with all of this uh, rhetoric that's been put forth or spewed, <laughs> I should say, to make them feel comfortable. And so that is really kind of discouraging, not only for myself, but for all of the people who work so hard to do everything right. Have you talked much to other clerks around the state? about their experiences over the last few years? I've talked to some, and some have had some experiences of threats. However, I want to say that is not what brought about my retirement. If anything, that would have emboldened me. Um, it was simply my age and the fact that I want to spend my last years doing something a little bit different, spending more time with family and friends. Why should people care about down-ballot races like county clerks? County clerk is so important because... For one thing, to uh, support the vote-by-mail system, which I believe has been a huge success, has made it so much more convenient, and we've seen the numbers in turnout. For example, in the 2020 November general election, we had a 90% turnout of a record number of active registered voters. Also, because a county clerk can decide how many early voting locations to offer, 
They can um, decide how many vote centers, in-person vote centers to offer, how many poll workers are going to staff those vote centers, and that is crucial as to whether people are going to have to wait in line and the opportunities that they have to participate. The county clerk also has the marriage division, and we offer uh, marriage licenses, and we make that very convenient. Um, We have met people after hours to issue marriage licenses, even on Saturdays and Sundays, if they can't get into the office. Sometimes a military person is being deployed and can't get in during regular hours, and so we've made that very convenient. Also, uh, a wonderful thing that we do is we have what we call a designee. For someone to perform a ceremony, it doesn't have to be a certain official recognized in the state code, but it's very legal for us to have a designee. It can be one of their family members or a friend that can perform their wedding ceremony, and that has been wonderful. What do you think is at stake in this election in particular? I think the way our elections are going to continue to be conducted and whether the voters are going to have the access and the convenience that we've had um, as we move forward into the situation that we're in now with our vote-by-mail system and all of our uh, vote centers and early voting and all of the conveniences, I think that is at stake, definitely with this election. I would be devastated if things were to unravel and it was to go backward from all the hard work that was put in to get it to where we are. Salt Lake County Clerk Sherry Swenson, thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome. We're going to take a quick break. When we're back, we'll talk about the Salt Lake County Clerk race to replace Swenson and why the outcome could have impacts statewide. You're listening to State Street. Support for State Street comes from the Hinckley Report podcast, a weekly roundtable discussion about the biggest political headlines in the Beehive State. Find new episodes of PBS Utah's The Hinckley Report every Friday, wherever you listen to podcasts. You're listening to State Street. I'm Sage Miller. And I'm Sean Higgins. So why are people so focused on who's going to replace Swenson in Salt Lake County? Oh, I got this one. Salt Lake County is the biggest county in the state. If things change there, like elections, that sets a huge precedent for the rest of the state. The two people running to replace Swenson are Democrat Lanny Chapman and Republican Gaud Margani. Chapman is the current chief deputy clerk in Salt Lake County, so she's basically Sherry's second in command. And Margani works as a lawyer for a Utah tech company. Brian Shaw is a political correspondent at the Salt Lake Tribune. He did some reporting on this race and uncovered that Margani made several social media posts on the Telegram messaging app following the 2020 election. In those posts, he called Democrats Marxists and commies and accused them of cheating to steal the election for Joe Biden. Margani admits that he used to believe the 2020 election was stolen. But he said he changed his mind after former President Donald Trump and his allies failed to provide concrete evidence of fraud. He now says there was zero fraud in Salt Lake County's 2020 election. I talked to Brian about his reporting on the Salt Lake County clerk's race. What drew my attention to it, one, Sherry Swenson, who's been there for 32 years, is retiring. So that's always interesting. But the Republican nominee, Gaud Maragani, he came on my radar even before he won the Republican nomination uh, at the Salt Lake County Republican Convention. And that's because he kept... 
he kept finding himself in the company of election deniers, um, local election deniers, national election de- deniers, the communities on social media where election deniers uh, talk amongst themselves. So tell me more about Gaud Maragani. He is a compliance lawyer with Lucid, so he's coming at this with a legal background. Um, His pitch has been, uh, the county clerk's office has been under uh, the same management for more than three decades, so now it's time for a change. And that seems like it's a compelling pitch. Um, But when you look a little bit deeper into some of his, as he claims previously held, beliefs, uh, you find some very troubling things. So let's, so let's talk a little bit about the, the mail-in ballots. First thing he says is, if it goes through the mail, you can, it's hard to track. More people get their hands on the ballots, and uh, and you're not sure if, it, if they're going to arrive in time. Okay, well and fine. Those are all con- concerns, but the state has said it's not a problem to the extent that he says it is. But then he gets to the ballots at the Dropbox, and he worries about the chain of custody when they come and pick up ballots at the Dropboxes and transport them to the counting center. And he has he, he's asked very specific questions about how long does it take to get these ballots from the boxes to where they'll be counted? Um, who is riding along with them? Do they track it? Do they check in and out? But those are some of the things that he's talked about in terms of ballot safety. He likes in-person voting, same-day voting, which is what a lot of the election denier community wants. They want to go back to paper ballots counted on the very same day. And what platform has Lanny Chapman been campaigning on? Well, you know, she's, it's a lot of it. If if it ain't broke, don't, 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 don't fix it. And there are no problems with our elections. There are people who are alleging there are problems with the elections, but they've not, they have not offered any proof. Looking at past election results, Salt Lake County can be pretty purple. Are you expecting that to be the case this time, or how, how close do you think the race is actually going to be? I truly do not have any idea uh, where this race stands at this point. There's there's no polling. There's just it's it's hard to get a sense of where it stands because this is really retail politics. Nobody really thinks about who the clerk is, right? You you have to get through at least five other races before you finally get to that part of your ballot. So it's it, it's hard to get a sense where this thing might go. But with no incumbent on the ballot, we, we could be in, in for some interesting re- results. So what does this county clerk race come down to? You know, that's that's a good question. Um, I think it's going to be affected by, by turnout for the other races. If we see big turnout uh, because of the U.S. Senate race, because that's at the top of the ticket, um, and I think that that's going to drive turnout all the way down. Um, you're not going to see people turning out to vote for a county clerk's race. So if, if we see big turnout, that I think would tend to favor uh, Lanny Ch- Chapman, uh, because that means you're getting people who normally are not engaged in an off-year election to vote. But if turnout is lower, then you're going to see more of the partisans have an effect on this race. And Salt Lake County is majority GOP. And so it's not just Salt Salt Lake City. You're getting voters out in Riverton and, and other places in the county. Why should people be paying attention to the Salt Lake County clerk race and county clerk races across Utah? These are people who are going to run your elections. And if you have someone who has questioned the elections, that 
could have a major effect on how elections are run. And Salt Lake County, I think, is unique. And I've seen people talk about this. And I've seen people who in the election denier community talk about this. Election rules are set by the state. But if Salt Lake County wants to do something, they will start impacting the rest of the state. So if they implement a change in the way that ballots are adjudicated, that's the signature matching, that could filter out to other clerk races. Um, You know, there are some people who are election deniers who are likely going to end up in those clerk offices. And but clerks are not just elections, right? That's it's it's passports, it's marriage licenses, things along those lines. So, you know, everyone is focused on the election aspect, and it could have an impact on on those other parts of of the job as well. Thanks so much, Brian. Sure. I appreciate your time. Brian Shaw is a political correspondent at the Salt Lake Tribune. So we've talked a whole lot about county clerks so far, but there are many other important positions that are up for election this year, too. And there are other races with stakes just as high as the county clerks. It's so true. District attorneys determine how aggressively crime is prosecuted where you live. County councils are the governing body in your area just below the state legislature. And school boards not only control things like what does and doesn't get taught in schools, but they also determine if and when new schools get built or older ones get upgraded. But if you want a tangible example of how elections can change your life, it's those hyper-local races near the bottom of your ballot. A county council that's pro-housing might vote to change zoning laws to allow for more affordable apartments in your area. Or they could vote to increase property taxes. They have that power. That means it's so important you vote in those elections, too. Thanks to mail-in voting, it's easier than ever to fire up that Google machine and read up on those races. So get to it. You have until November 8th. That does it for this episode of State Street. I'm Sage Miller. And I'm Sean Higgins. The show's executive producer is Caroline Ballard. Editing and production support comes from Elaine Clark and David Childs. Our digital team includes Jim Hill, Renee Bright, Raquel Davis, and Eleanor Gomberg. State Street is a production of KUER. If you're a fan of the show, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts wherever you're listening. It helps other listeners find State Street. From KUER.